0: This program is made possible by the giving of the God-Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and I
1: want you to buckle your seat belt because today we're going to return to the service that I preached at the Eagle Mountain International Church in Texas, which is pastored by my precious friends, Pastors George and Terry Pearsons. What a powerful church. But in that service, the Holy Spirit really ministered freedom to people as I ministered on how to overcome a spirit of fear and how to speak faith to yourself in troubled times. What if there's no one else to speak faith to you? What do you do? Then you speak faith to yourself. You use your own mouth to encourage yourself and to stir up your faith and to press through that assault that has come against you you can do it. That's why I want you to have the entire series, which is called How to Overcome a Spirit of Fear and How to Speak Faith to Yourself in Troubled Times. How do you do it? That's what's in this series, which comes with a study guide. And I also want you to have my book, which is called Life in the combat zone. If you feel you're in a combat zone, this is the book that you need, my friend. It will show you how to survive, thrive, and how to overcome in the midst of difficult situations. And when you order all these things, also let us know how to pray for you, because we are praying people. But hey, let's return to the meeting where I minister to you.
0: Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Progress
1: sometimes triggers an attack. Don't forget, when Jesus got into his boat with his disciples to head to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, on the other side of the Sea of Galilee, he was going to encounter the demoniacs. Of Gadara and set them free. And when Jesus was en route to the other side, where he would perform probably the greatest miracle he had done in his ministry up until that moment, we are told in Mark chapter 4 there arose a great storm of wind. The words there arose in Greek, the word genomai, which means out of nowhere. It was the last thing we would have anticipated. We don't know where it came from. We could never know how to predict this. Suddenly, out of nowhere, there arose a great storm of wind, which was dispatched to capsize their boat so they couldn't make it to that breakthrough. But Jesus is Lord of the wind and the waves. And they made it fine to the other side. But now the Apostle Paul says, because of the phenomenal revelations I've received and on account of the vast number of these revelations that God has entrusted to me and to hinder the highly visible progress that I'm making, a special messenger has been sent from Satan to try to distract me. No doubt about it, the devil wants my head on a stake. He's trying to stop me from preaching my revelations. Well, at the time that the fire took place in the city of Rome, Paul was making unbelievable progress in his ministry. The church was emerging. The church of Ephesus had grown so rapidly The one scholar says it's possible that 50% of Ephesus had come to Christ. That would be about 100,000 people in that church. And suddenly, in the midst of all of this, an unlikely attack began through a demented ruler way over in the city of Rome. And the fires of persecution began. People began bailing out. And Paul says, you know what? It's not about us. It's not about us. It's because we're appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles for the which cause, the devil's after what we're doing. For the which cause I'm suffering these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. I know who I am. I know who I am not. I am not disgraced. I am not ashamed. And I am persuaded, the Greek word patho, I've been talking myself into a position of faith and my friends, when you don't have anybody else to talk to, you, you have to talk to yourself. And there comes a moment when you have to stop listening to yourself and you have to start speaking to yourself. And remember that Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by. And what does the Greek say? Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And if you don't have anybody else to speak faith to you, then you speak faith to yourself. Speak it and speak it and speak it, and speak it until patho, you coax yourself into a position of faith. And then back over in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13, now he gives Timothy this instruction. Hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. The words hold fast is a translation of the Greek word echo. It means have, hold, possess, wrap your arms around it, refuse to let anybody take it away from you, have it, hold it, possess it, have it in your possession. Have what? The form of sound words. The word form, the Greek word tupisus from the word hupo, which means right next to, right alongside of, the word tupos, which is the word for a pattern or a mold. You put the two words together, it means stick by the mold, stick by the pattern. And now Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, you know the way that I talk. And I want you to have, I want you to hold, and I want you to possess the same kind of talk that I have in my life, and Paul calls it, Sound words. Everybody say sound. sound. The word sound, the Greek word "hugiaino," which describes anything that produces a healthy state of being. Anything that produces a healthy state of being. So Paul says, even though I'm tugged this way and this way, I keep a grip on my mouth. And with my mouth, I'm speaking words that are going to produce the right results. And he says to Timothy, Because Timothy's dealing with the spirit of fear. Get a grip on your mouth. Watch your mouth. Don't just run at your mouth. Get a grip on your thoughts. It's time for you to start speaking the right things to yourself and quit just listening to every thought that comes through your mind. You've seen me do it, Timothy. Just like I've done it, you do it. You have, you hold, you possess. Stick by the right pattern in your speech. And make sure you speak words. That are gonna produce a healthy result in your life. And of course, if you're speaking fear, it's gonna produce the wrong result in your life. And if I may say something, I'd like to say something a little off the subject. But my friends, we need to be careful about what we say. Are your words producing the right results? I'm amazed by people who say, well, I'm getting a little older. I can't quite hear like I used to hear. And I just can't quite do what I used to do. That's exactly what you're going to have. If you want to have a right result, you got to speak the right words. You got to speak the right words. We are the result of what we say. And Paul says, hold fast. fast. Stay right by the pattern of speech which you have heard of me. Isn't that what the verse says? He's saying, Timothy, you don't hear me talk crazy stuff. You don't hear me speak unbelief. You don't hear me speak fear. You hold, hang on to, possess the same kinds of words you hear me speaking. And then he adds, which are in faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. This was particularly important because Paul had been betrayed. If anybody had the right to speak words of hurt, it was Paul. He is in prison. Chapter 4 is his testimony. He says that my first answer, the Greek word apologia, when I went to trial the first time and they brought me forward, I turned to all my friends to see who would step forward in my defense. And they all walked out on me, he says. Chapter 1, verse 15, everybody in Asia has forsaken me. That's why he goes on in chapter 1 and says, thank God for Anasphemus. When he was in Rome, he looked for me and he found me. Paul could think of one person that had been faithful. But rather than give in to his emotions and nurture that hurt, he kept a grip on his mouth and spoke words of faith and Love. Now I'm going to tell you, the last two years of my life, they've been pretty interesting years. First of all, there was a pandemic. Then after the pandemic, I had something happen to me so serious, I cannot even reveal to you what took place to me. If I was unknown at higher levels of the Russian government, I am not unknown there anymore because everyone became aware of this man that was in trouble. It reminds me so much of Philippians chapter one when the apostle Paul says, because I'm in prison, everybody in the imperial guard has heard about me. My name and the gospel has gone to places it would have never gone if I had not been in this trouble. I have become such friends with people in the presidential administration and many, many wonderful friends in the KGB that recently, when Paul and I went to the national prayer breakfast, we sat at our table. The next table were all the leaders of the Russian government. They said, hey, Rick. (laughs) You know why they said that? Because I had a problem. I had a problem. I could not pass the Russian border, could not cross the border. Was told not to leave my house. Couldn't drive a car. Didn't drive a car for eight months. Didn't step out the front door of my house for four months. Met with our attorney. Our attorney who is the most serious attorney in Russia. He is the equivalent of the J. Sekulow of Russia. He said to me, Rick, there's no hope for you. He said, what has happened to you has never been reversed, not for one person in 30 years. Your chances are zero. He said, the only thing I can encourage you to do is to file a major lawsuit, drag this thing out for four years, but in the four years, you can't leave your house, you can't go to church, you can't cross the border. And he said, then at the end of the four years, you're still going to be deported. That report came to me one day after I signed the documents to buy the new Russian satellite. Because of the progress that I'm making. You think that's coincidental? It's not coincidental. I went up to the third floor where our studio is and looked out the window across the street where we're building the new studio. I watch as the concrete trucks pull up. They begin moving those big things, getting ready to roll that concrete out to pour the pad, and I hear in my mind, there is zero chance that you will survive this. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I spending $2 million on a new studio when I am going to be deported? I am not speaking theory to you today. And even though Denise was there to encourage me and my team was there to encourage me, my team was with me, Denise was with me the same day. The lawyer spoke to me. We all heard it. We were dead silent all the way back home. We couldn't even respond because what we heard was so serious. And as I sat in my chair in my TV room, day after day after day, I had to make a choice what I thought about. I had to make a choice about what I was going to say. If I said everything my mind was thinking, it would have sunk the ship. Remember that James chapter three tells us the tongue is a rudder. Your tongue will determine where you go and where you do not go. And I had to make a choice. Patho, self-talk, self-talk. I said to the Lord, what do you say about this? He said, trust me, I'll fix it. When I saw the concrete being poured out of the trucks, having heard what I had just heard, I said, Lord, I know you told me to trust you, you'll fix it, but I just want to ask you one more time, what should I do about the concrete across the street? And I heard the Lord say, continue. Everything will be all right. So my team said to me, my team said to me, what should we do? I said, continue. Continue. Are you really sure we should continue? Yes, we're going to continue. Nothing's going to change. I'm not going anywhere. This is where God has called me. We are going to finish this assignment. The Lord will fix this, continue. And my friends, everything turned around. It all turned around. That's why I'm here today. It all turned around. And now we have friends in high, high places. (laughs) And I am quite certain the devil wanted my head on a stake, but he's probably very regretful he messed with me because now we've come to a new level. We've come to a new level. We've come to a new level. Imagine, they're saying to me, how can we help you get this signal into every single home in Russia? Paul, am I exaggerating? This is exactly what they said to me. You know, the apostle Paul said, a great and effectual door has been opened to me of the Lord. Do you know what the Greek says? open to me describes a door that swings open by itself. It describes a door that you don't knock on, a door you don't push on. It just opens in front of you. But what does the rest of the verse say? A great and effectual door is open to me of the Lord, and there are many adversaries. Adversaries come with progress. So if you feel that you've come under attack anywhere along the way, be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel. According to, if you'll stay in that place, God's power will dominate you, conquer you, subjugate you, join itself to you, and eventually the attack will pass and you'll remain, you'll remain and keep keep a grip on your mouth. Make sure you're speaking healthy words. Have hold and possess words that produce a healthy state of being in faith and in love, which is in Christ Jesus. But wait, there's one more verse we have to go to look at the next verse. That good thing which was committed to you keep By the Holy Ghost, which dwelleth in you. When he says that good thing, which was committed unto you, it's the same word, the Greek word, paratheke, Which means just like I pulled up alongside of Christ and placed my life in him and shut the door and I'm in him forever. He likewise pulled up alongside of me and placed something good inside me, inside of you. He has made a deposit in us, which we are to keep. And the word keep again is the Greek word philosophy the uninterrupted vigilance of a soldier who watches over an assignment, the uninterrupted vigilance of a shepherd watching over his sheep. Just like Jesus watches over us, we have been given the task of watching over our assignment and we are to keep it by the Holy Ghost that dwells in us, which means we're not doing this by ourselves. It is the Holy Ghost empowering us to do this. I want to pray for you. Would you just hold your hands up in the air? Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for the power of the word of God. We thank you, Father, that if we can keep it by the Holy Ghost, then we can keep it by the Holy Ghost. And Father, I speak encouragement to every person in this room that has come under attack, help them to understand that progress often triggers attacks. And Lord, help us to control our thinking, control our mouth, and with our tongue, set the rudder to go in the right direction. We thank you for it, Father. And Lord, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for friends in high places that you have used to show favor to my life. I thank you for it
0: we are living in a world filled with uncertainty and fear as an end-time generation we are facing things we never dreamed we would face and previous generations have not ever had to deal with before sometimes it seems like darkness has been unleashed and as a result many people have been gripped with fear others deal with fear about their finances their health their family their jobs their future but you do not have to give in to fear you can learn to conquer fear and speak faith to yourself. The programs in this series are being offered as a two-message set in digital and physical formats, starting at just $20. And this series, will include two study guides, how to overcome a spirit of fear and how to speak faith to yourself in troubled times. We are also offering life in the combat zone, Rick's classic book that deals extensively with the situation the early church faced during the brutal days of Nero. It was a time when there was betrayal in the church, defections from the ranks, and people were troubled. But they overcame fear and learned to speak faith to themselves. They learned how to survive, thrive, and overcome in difficult situations. And Rick will show you how you can do it too. Life in the Combat Zone is available for $17. Don't miss this special offer. The series, How to Overcome a Spirit of Fear and How to Speak Faith to Yourself in Troubled Times and the book, Life in the Combat Zone. Call the number on your screen or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
1: Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and today I want to give you a report about what's happening in the construction of our new studio. Work still continues. It's taken a little bit longer than we anticipated because of all the sanctions that have stopped materials from coming to Russia. But we're doing it step by step And today, they're installing the fireplace, which is going to be the centerpiece of this big room where we're going to be filming programs. But in addition to this, there's going to be another set over here and another set over there. So many angles and opportunities to film teaching that people can trust in this room. But of course, this is just one room. But I have to tell you, I'm pretty excited about this room to think the TV programs with the word of God are going to be filmed right here. And when I look around this room, you can see this electrical grid that's gonna hold all the lights. It's on electrical pulleys, so it goes up, it goes down. It's just going to have everything we need to film the teaching of the Word of God. But hey, there's more than this. Let me show you. Well, I know you can't tell from what it looks like right now, but this really is gonna be one of the smaller studios. And this is gonna be Denise's studio because Denise is reaching women everywhere with her programming. And right from this spot, Denise is going to be sending her teaching to women all over the world. But hey, there's another set in addition to this one. This is our third studio in this new building. You may say, why do you need three studios? Because we're filming a lot of programs. Right now, we can only film one program at a time. We have to set it up, take it down, But this will enable us to do multiple things at one time. But on both floors of this building, there are multiple offices. In fact, there are 18 offices. And in all of these offices, people are going to be doing editing, writing, producing programs, working with our network. It is amazing the activity that's going to take place in this building. And it's not about buildings. It's about people. People need the teaching of the Word of God. But it's your generous gifts that have helped us to build this and we will complete it. But right now we're in phase three of our ministry, which is paying off our Tulsa ministry headquarters. We want to pay it off because the moment it's paid off, all of those funds will be released for us to broadcast the teaching of the Word of God around the world. And that's really our goal, to get the gospel and to teach people the Bible all over the world. They're just crying out for it. And they're waiting for that signal to come with the answer that they've been seeking. So please help us as we finish phase three to pay off the Tulsa facility. My friend, Hebrews 10 32 says, Call to remembrance the early days in which, after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. And according to that verse, very often a fight follows illumination. For example, maybe you never had a health problem, but then you begin to believe that God wanted you to walk in divine health. You were really illuminated concerning that. And all of a sudden you begin to deal with sickness in your body, or maybe you finally understood the principle of sowing and reaping. You begin to give. You never had a financial problem till you begin to give. Then suddenly, ah, so many strange, bizarre financial problems. What's happened? A fight is following your illumination the devil is trying to stop you because the devil is very threatened by people that have been illuminated and if you've been illuminated you need to be prepared that the devil may try to assault you to get you to back off of that promise to get you to back off of that revelation, to back off of that illumination. And my friends, it's time for you to tell the devil to hit the road and to use your mouth to speak faith, even if you are in troubled times. With your mouth, you can press through that attack. You can do it in Jesus' name. But I want you to have the whole series, which is called How to Overcome a Spirit of Fear and... How to speak faith to yourself in troubled times. If there's no one else to speak faith to you, you can speak faith to yourself and your mouth can move that mountain out of the way. I also want you to order my book, which is called Life in the Combat Zone: How to Survive, Thrive, and Overcome in the midst of any difficult situation. Order all these things by going online or by calling us. But thank you for being with me. And I want you to remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, which says, where the word of a king is, there is power.
0: Renner Ministries is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through every available media to the uttermost parts of the earth. Discover the many ways you can help us make a difference in lives around the world with the Word of God. We invite you to partner with us in teaching, strengthening, and rescuing lives for the glory of God. Together, we can make a difference that will last throughout eternity.